Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude. Great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, you can be mean. You shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. Hello, walkers. <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. The intro was a lie. I'm rolling uh, quasi-solo tonight because uh, Blonde is, um, I don't know, off doing Blonde business. Uh, having, some, having some family time, spending time with her fiancé. Uh, which is well earned, and I hope they have a good night. Uh, joining me tonight is um, is is uh, our guy, our moderator of the chat, um, our 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 best um, self esteem checker, uh, Jay Fry. What's going on, man? No caps lock, please. Yes, and and please be courteous to Jay Fry. Flat Earth spam is just fine. Uh, ca- all caps is not. Uh, so thanks uh, thanks for joining me. Thanks for filling in. Help me. Uh, I don't know, reduce some of the solo awkwardness. I appreciate that. Well, if anybody can fill in for blonde, I, I, <laughs> I, I fill out rather well. <laughs> oh, geez. I like, I just laughed and almost spit all over my keyboard. So, you know, speaking of awkwardness. Okay. In any case, uh, most, most everyone knows how the, knows how the show works. There is a link in the description, the live, uh, YouTube description. You can join the discord server following that link. Uh, once you are in the server, post your name in the roll call chat, go on a first come first serve basis. Uh, patrons get priority. If you are a patron of myself or the podcast or blonde, you should be marked in an orange color in the server. If you're not get in touch with us, we'll get that taken care of for you. Uh, if you can't make the show live and you'd like to contribute, we do, uh, take email questions. I got a few of those to get through at the end of the show tonight. We also take uh, audio or video recorded questions. We'll play on the show. None of those to deal with tonight. And um, of course, I'll take your super chats in between. Uh, other than that, I got nothing else. Any any announcements from you, Mr. Fry, before we get some callers? I mean, I have pre- but I think we should uh, start with the uh, the black disabled <laughs> too too bad you're cutting out <laughs> i guess you have a weak connection i heard like half of a, a black disabled tranny joke yes that was and it was a good one. Oh, bummer okay well um first up is uh i haven't heard from him for a couple of weeks unstoppable is uh is ready to go like the so real one i, I think it's the yeah it is the real unstoppable i never know but this is the real unstoppable Let's oh Jesus Christ! You pulled story. me in. I was about to go I'll real cut someone out who ruined something for me. Okay, well, what's going on? Oh, someone someone just ruined the ending of Samurai Jack for me. I'm sitting there thinking, oh my God, you jerks! I was been waiting for a decade for that thing. <laughs> oh, can you not? Can you not hear yes. Unstoppable Jay? Oh, I have a muted. Oh, oh well, you, you big Probably. jerk! <laughs> Probably for good reason. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, shut up. Um, heard that because I didn't want to disturb people. It involved the whip this time around. I actually got a whip, well, a whip equivalent. Anyway, so I have a question for you. Have you ever heard of anything? Have you ever heard of something called post-feminism? Uh, no. Well, I mean, at least I'm unfamiliar with the term. Okay, well, post-feminism is, as I've learned relatively recently, what most anti-feminists actually are. Um, 
basically it's people who believe we've already achieved the the actual goals and and and, and the spirit of the ideas of feminism mm-hmm. um and most of second wave they have huge criticisms of third wave and they even sometimes critique certain aspects of second wave like the seeds by which they that, that laid that 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 uh, second wave laid down that were fundamental in in, in having uh in in some of the beliefs of third wave that certain aspects of reality just aren't true. What, like what, is, what does that mean? What do you mean by that? Oh, like like a lot of third waves believe that uh, the genders are not fundamentally different. Like they do not oh, take into sure. account. Yeah, they don't take into account the specialization that nature of gender roles that nature would naturally take us down as a result of the fact that we are a sexually reproducing species and the mm-hmm. efficiency that that would gain. Okay. Which just really makes sense if you know, you know, basic macroeconomics and um, certain biology and certain amounts of of um, a natural selection theory. But they just completely whiz by that. And I've just been reading through that this weekend over the night when I was when I couldn't sleep, and that's that was me. Well, so, okay. So I'm still a little confused. Like what would a, what would a post feminist feminist say to a third wave feminist? Just so I'm kind of clear about where these stand philosophically. They're just anti-feminist in general, anti-third wave. Yeah, Basically the anti-feminist movement that call themselves anti-feminists, I believe for two reasons. One to get the hell away from postmodernism, any sort of association with postmodernism, which really, really sucked for a lot of ways. And, and, the association with that is toxic. So anything with post in the title, generally, you know, people want to get away from. And two, because it's the, because anti-feminism as a term predominantly came out of the internet in, in, in uh, modern usage, the idea, the mentality behind it, as I've theorized, is that, you know, it's the antithesis of the feminism as it is now as a group, not by definition, but by action based on their merits. Okay. So... Basically, that's my current theory that most anti-feminist, quote unquote, are actually post-feminists, but they're not using the term post-feminist, which is really psychologically screwing with, with, with feminists because they think they see the term anti, they think that means that they're anti-freedom, anti-equality, because that's usually what it means. Yeah, I could see that. You know, the, it's it's yeah, the, the belief that the, that the proper goals of feminism have been achieved largely. Like the 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 worthwhile goals of the feminist movement yes. of the past. Yeah, sure. That's that's yeah, and that's the basis for so much stupid argument between the, some of the more ba- basic uh, feminists and anti-feminists. Of why aren't you a feminist? But you're a feminist because you believe in the equality of men and women, and then all that jazz. Yeah. I think that's yeah. all predominantly predicated on the basis of you of of the fa- quote unquote anti-feminist using the term anti instead of post. Which would direct the conversation to, we think that you've already achieved your goals and everything in third wave is just denying reality. And we have certain little criticisms here and there for second wave, but predominantly, you know, we believe equality has already been reached. It makes you sound like such a hipster though, you know? Oh, I'm so postmodern. I'm so oh, post-feminist. <laughs> All that stuff. You said yeah, I mean, I, I could see how the semantics might play a role though. Yeah. Dr. Lehman just put out a, a, a new video on terminology that uh, that really would uh, would help in this uh, this context. Ah, hmm. uh, terminology. Right. Any uh, any closing thoughts from you, Mister Unstoppable? Uh, 
Where's Blonde? Uh, well, truth be told, her uh, her her guy, her boyfriend is uh, deploying. Uh, well, he's going to spend some time. I think um, he's not going immediately to Afghanistan, but he is leaving their home tomorrow. So they're spending some. Uh, I hope I'm. I hope she's not pissed if I say that. I'm pretty sure she was tweeting about it anyway. So short answer: so, under a marine. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Well, I'm in Charleston, so military. Not yet. It's only six o'clock there. She's probably listening right now, watching for flat earthers in the chat. Oh Jesus! <laughs> anyway, chat giving me shit. By the way, I can't tell. I'm not looking. I've got my super chat open, but yes. I do not. The chat probably is giving you shit. Yeah. All right. The thing is, they give me more shit than anti than feminists. Specifically, yeah. Just letting you know. Just let let them. Know. Okay, I'll, I'll leave you be. All right. A lot of me in chat. All right. Have a good night. We'll catch you next time. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I've spoken with Keck Master before. That might be a new one for me. So Keck Master's up next. Or a new we'll name. Yeah, I don't see a Keck Master though. Did some? Did this person cha- either left or changed? Um, changed the name. You don't see a Keck Master, do you? Uh, no. Okay. And I also check in the quiet room. Yeah, so do I. Mm-hmm. Sure you do. I do. Anyway, we'll we'll bring in Stan. What's Stan. up, Stan? Stan. Gentlemen. Hey. How are we doing tonight? Uh, oh, I don't know. I know. F- first off, you both answered the question wrong. Um, the correct answer to the who did uh, uh, vandalize LeBron's home was a Trump voter. That would be a Trump voter. Is that confirmed? Uh, so tell the no, story. No, no, no. That, tell the that, story. That, that will be the uh, probably the fake news narrative for the, gotcha. uh, for the next couple of days. Um, I've got a little bit of... Wait, wait, wait. Uh, clue, clue the people into the story. People want Oh, to yeah. So, so apparently LeBron James has a Los Angeles home, which was uh, racist vandalism uh, and part of LeBron's... Uh, statement was being black in America is tough um, because, you know, he, he's got it tough. Uh, But, uh, okay. But yeah, that was part uh, of the ESPN story. Yeah. Well, actually I'm looking at it right now. I mean, part of the ESPN story, but right now, you know, on Yahoo kind of the, uh, you know, the snippet they have there on the front page, but yeah, somehow uh, his, his front gate was vandalized and investigation ongoing. Hmm. So, okay. Um, so yeah. Um, but I wait for the inevitable, uh, theories. Yeah. Well, that's what I was speculating on Twitter. Is it possible that LeBron James himself has joined the hoax (laughs) graffiti people? Well, you know, since so much of the hate crime has been shown to be, um, well, not actual hate crime, you know, white on black, uh, it's, it's inevitable that, uh, this will probably turn out to be, you know, some, golden state fan who's <laughs> well let's 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 determine off. what the height of the the swastika is first like if it yeah, starts yeah. At seven foot, or if it's right? even and, drawn correctly. it goes to nine feet <laughs> right <laughs> then you might know who it is yeah um i'm not sure if you saw the interview uh chuck todd had with the uh uh i forget the guy's name the white one of the white house uh, security advisors hmm. um, was it on, this week or was yeah it? on on meet the press it was this week okay and uh one the one snippet I found interesting was uh, this guy was talking about all of the leaks from the White House and and how he's saying it's borderline 
he believes it's it's getting into the realm of treason. Mm-hmm. And Chuck Todd looked like someone just shoved something up his backside, in my opinion, because I took it to mean he's like, what do you mean that the information is being leaked to us about Trump that is potentially uh, <laughs> damaging to their national security? It's treasonous, but it's <laughs> Trump. All of that should be fair game. Yeah, yeah. I, I found that interesting. Um, and, and, a, and a question to kind of a little bit of tinfoil hattery that I want to. I welcome rewind. that. Yes. Uh, it's about net neutrality. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. I was actually, uh, while I worked during the day, I listened to a lot of podcasts and stuff on YouTube. And, and one of the comments, obviously, has been how, how cable TV is on the downslide. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it got me to thinking. Do you think it's possible companies like Time Warner, which is now Spectrum, or some of these other companies might be behind the scenes while saying publicly, oh, we don't support net neutrality, pushing for it in the effort to reinvigorate their cable TV base in the thoughts that it would reduce so they would get customers on the streaming with the internet, but then force Mm. customers to essentially go back to some cable TV options. Yeah, I don't know. This is the thing to, I I don't know about that specifically, but I'll tie this into like, oh, one of the fascinating things about mainstream media's assault on YouTube to me, like the Wall Street Journal in particular with the hit piece on PewDiePie and and them kind of spawning the the advertiser boycott. was like, all right, you can, you can kind of take, you can put dings in your competitors but even but your competitors' dinged are still way better than what you offer. So to me, it was like, well, are advertisers really going to advertise on the Wall Street Journal anyway? I mean, they'll right. probably distance themselves for a month or two or however long, and then go, eh, yeah, but you know, YouTube is YouTube was generating us traffic, generating us yeah. views, generating revenue for our company. So we'll go back to that because gets more views there, and nobody reads or subscribes to the Wall Street Journal anymore. So that. If it is part of that strategy, I have no idea. But but it it would fit that bizarre strategy that I've seen, where I think, uh, why aren't you why aren't you building a more competitive product instead of right. trying to ding other people's good products? Well, and that's yeah, that's the thing. Instead of trying to you know build a more competitive, they're essentially slam you know forcing the you know lack of competition. It's it's. Here, we don't want to build a better product, so we're going to pigeonhole you into accepting yeah. the product we currently have. By the way, Close. did I not call it? Blonde's in the chat. Blonde's in the yeah. chat making meatloaf right now. Oh, so, is that what they call it? That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> meatloaf in the yeah, oven. Make your, make yes. your meatloaf okay. jokes now. Yeah. <laughs> Get them yeah, all uh, out. For me, net neutrality is kind of a, a bogus uh, issue. Uh, you need more avail- availability. Nope. You you're cutting it. out Jay Fry. Yeah, sorry, Jay Fry. I'm not yeah, only you, hearing about half of what you're saying. The important half or the crap half? I I didn't I, hear much. I was gonna say it's it's hard to distinguish which is which. <laughs> that <Yeah>. is uh <laughs> Okay. Well, All right. Thank you both for the time. Jay Fry, good to, to speak to you uh person to person. And, yeah. Uh, I hope you both have a, a great rest of your show and good night. Well, thanks, man. Have a good Anytime. night.
I got Keckmaster in. He's in uh, waiting room or the call. Oh, okay, good room. call. Yeah, I don't want to skip over. Uh, Super chat. Um, <laughs> uh, liberative. Uh, five bucks for Jay Fry or Matt's Doctor Layman impersonation. I do, I uh, I'm ashamed to admit I don't. What is Doctor Layman? I don't know what uh, that is. He's he's actually a. And and Jay yeah, Fry cuts out. You just cut out when you're going to explain it to me. Oh, do you want to do the? A- he uh he talks he's he's kind of quiet and uh, has a a little role so he's a skeptic tm skepticism tm what is, what is i have no idea what this is i would do the impersonation dr landman he's brilliant he's a doctor he, oh i just don't know i'll have to look this up and he's so a i guess layman. sorry you're gonna have to settle for um jay fry's kind of bad connection interrupted oh, impersonation skepticism tm yeah <laughs> okay uh I, I used my big toe on uh, uh, MH3D says Matt used his big toe on my father. I don't know what that means, but uh, it sounds, sounds, well, well, whatever. I'll leave it to you to determine what it sounds like. It means you uh, should get a Christmas card. <laughs> Spare change for the panhandlers. Shake, shake. Uh, I guess I should get one on a coffee can for the stream. Uh, thank you for the super chats, guys. Appreciate that. And uh, I thought I saw another one. See, here's the thing about the super chat feed is the way I have it, I have to refresh it. Oh, yeah. So we got a couple more. Um, Referring to your video today, if you were governor of Washington, um, would you have used the National Guard in the whole evergreen debacle? Kafifi. Are you caught up on this Kafifi thing first, Jay? Yeah, I had to explain it to Facepalm and he he thought it was the stupidest thing ever. So um, here's my question. Any possibility that Kafifi replaces Chatelet as the official greeting salutation of, uh, you know, the Kekistani people? I wouldn't mind because to me, Chatelet is just the name of a band. Yeah. And and it's like, woo, Creed. What what the... (laughs) That makes no sense. Woo, Nickelback! Uh, to, to, the, to the question, if I were governor of Washington, would I have used the National Guard? Um, I, I, here's the thing. Maybe I'm missing something. I did see, I have seen Professor Weinstein talking about like threats of violence. Um, I didn't see a ton of that in reviewing the footage. Maybe I missed some of the stuff there. I haven't seen, maybe there are threats and that is a kind of a police military situation. If, if there are threats of violence, I haven't seen actual violence yet. Um, what I would like to see is just administration nutting up, to be honest, people just telling these kids, Hey, this is garbage. Cut it out. And if you don't go to class, you're going to fail the class. And that's not our problem. I don't know if you feel differently, Jay. You think it's a, a national guard issue, disaster type thing. <laughs> No, uh, I would I would prefer if Ultron planted jetpacks underneath Portland and just shot it into space. No, this is Olympia, Washington. But oh, the I, uh, yeah, we Evergreen. were talking about Portland earlier. Um, yeah, close under, enough. Under Olympia, shot it into space. <laughs> uh, Dan Irish says uh, a five bucks, give it to Jay for better internet. Maybe I'll do that. I, it's yeah, not I the thought... internet. My internet is great. It's the it's just the server. Oh yeah, well it's it's in the West, and you're in Tennessee, right? It's not yeah. that far away. Uh, five I'm more bucks from David Howard for the, Howard for the J Fry Internet Fund. Thanks for that. And then um, another two bucks about the big toe that's dangerous. All right, I I guess so. I'll take it. Thank you for. Uh, I, I I don't know. My big toe is a more effective weapon when it's secret, but I'll take the the broadcasting. I guess <laughs> secret big toe. Yeah. Man, uh, shit talking's getting expensive. I know. Totally. Okay. Let's uh, let's get Steven in here. Steven's up next. Speaking of shit talking. Uh, what's up, Steven? 
Ah, shit. Let me take the headphone out. Yeah. Of where? Uh, what? Nothing. Okay. Um, what do you want to talk about, Matt? J Fry is pretty much fi- kind of filled in on two things. Well, I don't know. How about how about this? Um, you're probably. Uh, I tweeted you a photo, you which uh, I can understand you being really busy with that shit going on at what is it, Portland? Yeah, I've been I've been a little I've been a little <laughs> behind on Twitter like the last twenty four hours because I I've yeah. just yeah I dove into Evergreen and I didn't come back out till I was done with the video. <laughs> twenty four minutes. Yeah, I know, but I yeah, had to. I had long. to. I had to. Anyway, did I? You're saying I missed a photo of yours? Um, well, it was um, something I pulled from the internet, but um, it basically tied to some shit that Jay Fry uh, brought up to me on Twitter. And I, my immediate response was, you know, emotional knee jerk. You're like, fuck, fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, it was probably fake news. <laughs> it was not fake. You know, it was not fake news. It's been a while since I had actually real stuff to talk about. I, uh... Oh, okay. Well, anyway, um, well, I I wanted to to I guess inform you about it because it can actually affect me okay. because um, it involves comic book conventions. There was oh, an yeah. incident. At, there you heard. So you did you hear about the incident at the Phoenix Comic Con? No, I just know you're a comic guy. You should talk to. I think. I don't know. I, I shouldn't mischaracterize him. I thought, I think Stan is kind of into some of that stuff too. You guys should, uh, you should chat, but what's going on at Phoenix comic-con? Well, it, uh, it went on last weekend and on Thursday, what happened was this guy managed to sneak in past security and all that when he actually had weapons. Mm-hmm. And, uh, luckily the, the police were able to find him and detain him and said, you know, subdue him before he could do any damage but he was private messaging some girl in california uh Mm. you know what his intentions were i think his primary target was to kill as many police as possible or some shit but and he was saying he was telling her this like via what twitter facebook some kind of dms some kind of private messaging that wasn't clear they they interviewed the girl but uh but he was did he know her or this is just like a person that huh? he, did he know her personally and well, or was this just like a person he knew online? Wait, from California, was this Jodie Foster again? N- no, no. Uh, it, <laughs> that was a Sirhan, I, I think Sirhan a, reference. Anybody? It is a. It no. is a. I think it sounds like a situation like it. I mean, it was a. It was an ugly fuck that was doing all this, but mm-hmm. um, the. Uh, but no, he was he was sending her messages while at the while at the convention saying I'm going to kill these people like live during yeah yeah I was, I was reading I was digging into all this and listening to the chick's interview and uh, well she immediately reported him and that's how the police were able to get to him and um, it caused a further stir when the um, the they found they found stuff on his phone where he had marked in his calendar kill JDF, which many believe stands for Jason David Frank, who was there. He is the actor that played the Green Ranger on Power Rangers. And then that actor's safety became a concern and he got hauled away for a few hours and questioned. Are we, and, so know. when we're talking Power Rangers, are we talking like old Power Rangers or there was that new one, right? But no, I the, old one. the well, old one. Well, we're talking, original we're talking green. Mighty Morphin. Okay, white. yeah, yeah. Slash red. <laughs> so people from like the 90s Power Rangers still go to conventions and stuff? Uh, well, the yeah. uh, the actors are capitalizing on it. As a matter of fact, two weeks ago here in Houston, I got my photo with the Pink Ranger because she never does conventions. 
Well, she's doing it right uh, now because she's in the new Power Ranger too. She has a her and the Green Ranger have cameos in that. Yeah. Hmm. But any but anyway. Well, uh, but yeah, nobody that, ended up getting hurt in this. This was all foiled. Just the just yes yes. Um, but or did he um, even attempt was, anything? Like he he just got just the messages got him in trouble. Nothing. He never attempted anything. Well, he, they found they found actual weapons, and he was wearing like you know heavy vest and like bulletproof vest and stuff like that underneath yeah. his costume. And Dear because Mrs. of that, Foster. right? I'm gonna shoot yeah. the president of the Power Rangers for you. <laughs> yeah, you asked why Bulk was trying to kill the Green Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's a fatty. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything but, else from you, Stephen? Before we let you go. Well. Well. Well, I was trying to say I'm I'm afraid about the repercussions because it mm. could uh, they started ban they started banning weapons even toy weapons like if somebody wanted to get their their dragon sword signed or stuff like that stuff doesn't affect me but what I am concerned about is it raising the price of admissions and yeah. because they have to hire more security and not yeah. to mention that um, well just at that event uh, that event itself they um, the it happened on the first day on Thursday. So every other day after that, the lines were just to enter the facility were ridiculously long because everybody because they it took them longer to get in because of the security check and shit. Yeah. So um, I'm worried about that repercussion. Plus, there's people that sell proper replica weapons at the shows, and I'm worried that it might you know cripple or hurt their business. Yeah. All right, well, hoping for the best. Uh, in any case, uh, at least nobody got hurt. That's good. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, hey, mute your mute your stream, Jay. It <laughs> well, it came up on my phone somehow. <laughs> oh, weird. All right, we'll let you go, Stephen. But uh, have a good night. Appreciate it. Y'all too. Okay, I forgot Keckmaster. Don't let me forget. We got to get Keckmaster in here. Catch up on Super Chat really quick. Uh. Oh yeah, Stan. So Stan is a Comic Con guy too. Um, so Stan and Stan and Steven should talk. Uh, James Walker, thanks for being one of the few honest people left. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, uh, I, I try. I don't know. We all we all have our failings, but um, but I appreciate the the kind words. Legalize all guns in the name of Keck. We're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, one of the email questions is about federal gun laws, and Jay is a little bit more well versed on some of that than I am. So I might lean on him a little bit. And uh, uh, Black Magic, thank you for contributing. Appreciate that. Uh, Liberative's back. P, uh, PCC Super Fat Self Titled Punisher wanted to kill a third rate Power Ranger star. Okay. So that is the, <laughs> that's the Cliff Notes uh, version of what, uh, what Steven was describing. Thank you, Liberative. He was first rate, motherfucker. First rate. <laughs> okay. Bef- before I forget, before I mess up, let's get uh, Keckmaster in here. Keckmaster. Yeah. You're good to go if you can unmute your mic. And then after hey guys, that, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is well, this your first I, time calling in? I can't. I, yes. I, I don't think I've seen this name before. Yes, I'm, awesome. a, I'm a first time caller. Ah, so. well, welcome. Thank you. Uh, I, I do have a question, but before I get to that, I would like to say one thing, and I, I just want to acknowledge uh, all the indigenous people that probably <laughs> lived on my land here, and I, I just hey, want to the indigenous apologize. people owned this server, and it was stolen from them, this Discord server. Okay. Could you believe that? And I, I'm... Uh, I I understand. I'm not blind to the history of it. You know, I'm not laughing at the history of it necessarily. But could you believe that we have to do this routine every time he's going to speak? How annoying would that be? And all this server stolen from Africa. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Well, we're a little bit fake news on that. Turns out there are some mines. I got to talk about that on Sunday. There are some mines. I've been sent some links. Doesn't mean that the iPhone is dependent upon African resources, but we do have some information, some evidence that backs Black Hitler's case. So I'll talk about it on Sunday. Hmm, All right. So I, I I do want to uh, diverge from that topic a little bit, although that is incredibly frustrating. Just the entire thing, but. Uh, what I wanted to talk to you about was something that I, I saw on Steven Crowder, and this was several months ago. He had a, uh, a debate with Sally Cohn, and, oh, yeah. and she, she brought up some points that um, I didn't necessarily disagree with. So I'm going to preface this with <laughs> um, that I am not a fan of okay. Islam in any way. However, I... Is, is this the one that they had a, a while back or is this more recent? I remember seeing them no, talk about this, Islam like months ago. Yeah, th- this was the one that was like six or eight months ago. Yeah. It was, it was a long time ago. Oh, good. But, Glad we're staying current. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's still relevant. It's, yeah, it's definitely <laughs> relevant. Um, I did watch that, though. So I'm so, like, so back in like the, the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and in you know countries like Iran and stuff like that they they were way more progressive than they are now and they've mm-hmm. definitely you know basically gone back to the stone age and stuff like that and my question is is there any hope that they could ever get back to that cuz like we we see pictures of you know muslims at the time they were wearing bikinis on the beach and you know they had cars and just all sorts of crazy stuff that you know would almost seem western you know yeah back in the day and once once the radicals sort of forcefully took power and stuff like that you know they basically forced their religion and their way of life on on everybody and is there any hope that we think that you know islam will ever get back to that point or is it forever a lost cause well it's 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 rather cyclical in itself and and every country goes through these cycles yeah um if you look back at the Roaring Twenties, and then after that we got Prohibition, and then after that we came into a new sense of Christianity. The the Ingabi Trust wasn't put on the the money until the late fifties. You know, so so we ourselves we didn't go quite as far though. I mean, yeah, we we did go into a conservative phase though. We and stopped then we had at a good 70s. place. Yeah, we stopped yeah. at a good place. We didn't cut any heads off that sort of thing. Basically, yeah. you just have to get sick of all the shit that's going on and lay down some rules. And it happens when you go conservative too far and then back when you go. Yeah. Well, and, uh, I, and, I, and I totally think um, this is a little bit divergent from the original question, but I think we're observing that now culturally as a reaction to the feral left. I mean, in particular, like what we've seen at Evergreen, like you were talking about. I think we're, we're looking at a return to traditionalism and conservatism culturally, and maybe that'll go too far again, and then it'll be cool to be a free love hippie again in a couple decades. That's probably what will happen. But I, I mean, I get the pendulum point, but the pendulum on most Islamic countries is so far that, I, I mean, do you, do you, Jay, is your prediction that they're going to swing back into some kind of like modern western secular free society because i just don't see it maybe i would hope so i would hope eventually these islamic countries would see what's going on in the west and be like huh 
They got freedom. They got money. They got women. They got everything cool. All we got is our Qurans and our Allahs and, and the our goats. rusty knives and our goats. Yeah. Uh, and we're demonetized, by the way, now. Um, but <laughs> Don't forget the goats. That's what amazes me about uh, Islamic ideology. Even like the 9-11 hijackers, they spent a ton of time in the U.S., you know, prepping for the attack. And you think in all this time that they were here, didn't they think, oh, it's pretty sweet. You know, I know we were talking about all that like Islamic stuff, but I don't know. I kind of like hanging out here or the guy well, in that, Manchester who's like, hey, yeah, British yeah. life's pretty sweet. Why would I want to blow this up? It's, it's the power of the ideology. That's the problem. They're not original zealots. The, the terrorists, they're born again zealots. They, they've already had the, the fun stuff. They've eaten the pork. They've drinking the beers. Mm-hmm. They've uh, fornicated with the whites women. And then from there, they've, they've gone back to their religious faith. Yeah. And that says, you know what? You fucked up. We, we cannot help you unless you uh, blow your damn self up. <laughs> yeah. And Do so, you... oh, sorry, go ahead. It, it's not the original, um, the faithful. It, it's the, it's the born again. They're always the craziest ones. Yeah. It, no and matter what... what religion, they're the craziest ones. <laughs> Agreed. Look at what... you, Kurt Cameron. <clears throat> Kurt Cameron and the, uh, well, I, 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 uh, the video of Kirk Cameron and the banana with that guy is like one of the, you ever seen that one? Kirk Cameron talking about how the banana is like the perfect food and proof of God's existence. Cause it fits a hand perfectly and it fits your mouth perfectly and all this sort of thing. Uh, it's, it's classic YouTube. If you haven't seen it, uh, Google, no, but I would throw an eggplant at him. Google Kirk Cameron banana in your spare time. Spend a minute watching it, but I will I'll, say I'll Candace Cameron, Kirk Cameron's sister, DJ Tanner, Candace Cameron. Mm-hmm. I approve. I'm a big fan. Candace, if Candace ever uh, wanted to call me, I would answer the phone. Let's put it that way. Well, apparently Matt's a titty fan. He doesn't care what they come on. Hey, man, I, Lacey Green's gone now. You see that? Lacey, <laughs> well, you, you messaged me. like oh. I tried to start some beef and it didn't work for me. <laughs> no, I'm not going to pick that fight. Your message, I, I, do you care if I share that? I thought it was funny. Go ahead. So Jay DMs me on Twitter and is like, oh, looks like your, your opportunities lost or whatever you said. And it was a picture of, I guess, Lacey Green and Chris Reagan are, I mean, that well, surprises no. nobody. It was a so. shirtless, ridiculously cheesy Chris Reagan just mugging at the camera, fucking around on his computer. And it was taken by Lacey Green because she's the one yes. who sent it. Yes. And I assumed, I, I mean, I, I, whatever. I don't care. In context, I don't care. It, was, it was dirty. Oh, I, was, was that taken out of context? I thought that was no, improper no, context. It, it was. And the, the oh. context was all about fucking Chris Reagan. Wait, what? You mean late from whatever? I, I understood that. I mean, yeah, now I'm confused, though. Was it? it was it no, was there ever supposed to be an innocent context because i never saw one no there wasn't there oh, okay. it was just definitely the the dirty someone else buried a flagpole in your field oh yeah that's context. that's how you, it's not my field i just said hey <laughs> i i have a weird attraction to her it's that's common knowledge at this point uh candace cameron too but that's not weird candace cameron is just plain uh she's just plain hot what can i say uh okay Keckmaster, i'll throw the question back at you before we uh get you out of here um what do you think? What's your uh, what's your prognosis for the Islamic world? You think uh, you feeling optimistic, or is it? Uh, I don't know. Are we talking about? Uh, no, I, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> what's, what, I was right. going to make a joke, and, but I won't. What's what's your what are your thoughts? 
in, in its current state, I, I don't think there's hope. Um, I, I think unless we have people, you know, specifically Muslims, come out and speak out against this and say, hey, you know, the West isn't so bad. You know, it's, it, you know, there's all these good things about it, as we are saying. You know, may, maybe we should find some middle ground, but they're never going to because that's completely contradictory to, you know, what what the Quran says. And and like, I, I don't know how it would happen. I definitely want it to happen because just all the craziness and just the continued um, terrorist attacks and everything is, is really getting old and it's heartbreaking, you know, every time it happens. So like, I, I want to do it. And I, I, what I really want is I want to find the person that has a say in the Muslim community that speaks out against it and says, Hey, this needs to stop. We need to come to the end of it. Every time that a terrorist attack happens, they need to go on TV and speak out against it. And I, I want to support that person, but I, have well, not, I haven't found that person yet. The mosque that, that the, the latest guy went to, the imam called the police on him. But, no. but there, there need, oh, there in needs Manchester? to be more. I didn't know that. Yeah. That happened. There, was, there needs to be there more was six, public presence. Yeah. There was six uh, people who went to the mosque, and the imam himself was like, hey, uh, oh boy. He uh, he might be wearing a vest sometime soon. <laughs> God, I hate to laugh because that that sucks. But you know, I, uh, the only the thing the thing that's frustrating is it's 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 always the predictability. It's always following the pattern. It's uh, uh, I don't know. I don't. I wish I had an answer. Um, I, my my hope is that at some point the the moderates that you're describing become empowered and like eh, you know, uh, we we can we can preserve parts of our Islamic culture, but this kind of uh, fundamentalism is not working out for, uh, for really anything. It's not working out for us economically. It's not working out for the health of our families. It's not working out for the health of our countries. Let's, uh, we can, we can still, we can still do all the Muslim faith stuff, but let's try some of the, some of that sweet, um, secular Western democracy type stuff, but good luck. Uh, I'm not feeling optimistic about it. They need to see these, they need to see these radicals for what they are. Every time there's an election between a conservative who wants to blow the shit out of Islam and and somebody who wants to pacify Islam, they make an attack right beforehand, which is hmm. supposed to lend a vote to the conservative who wants to blow them up so they can get funding, so they can do their stupid jihad bullshit. Yeah. Just before uh, Donald Trump, just before um, this this French attack, the week of the original the, the original election, uh, there was an attack. Hmm. And the same thing in Norway or wherever the, the, the vote was a couple months back. Always wait for the next vote. There's going to be an attack in Germany when Germany comes up next month. Yeah, that's true. I guess I hadn't thought about that pattern, but we will have to keep an eye on elections. You're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll let you go, Keckmaster. Thanks for calling in. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, nice to hear somebody new. Oh, are you taking shots at my show? No, I was taking shots at your fucking patrons. <laughs> I can't do. I uh, I can't do that. You can take shots all you want. I can't. I did. All, I, all of my I, patrons are lovely. I love Miss Malevolent. I asked patrons not she'll, to call in. She said I won't call in. She'll be in shortly. Uh, we got to get through Kangaroo next, um, but I got to acknowledge Super Chat as well. Uh, Harambe lives. Hillary twenty twenty four. I find those to be. I find your username and, and the message to be contradictory in terms. Antithetical, sir. Yeah, but uh, but appreciate it. Uh, Hillary, do you think Hillary will be alive in 2024? Maybe. Yeah, only the good die young. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, do you have an app for Evergreen? I want to enroll. I, I don't know. Uh, the thing about Evergreen is they have a 98.9% uh, acceptance rate, which is probably part of the problem. So um, as far as I understand, just show up. Just show up and you're in. That explains why they got 199 black folks in. <laughs> well, it's actually, uh, but that, um, so I was looking at those numbers too, because um, it's only 5% of the student body, but that is identify. Those are people who like identify as predominantly black. So that would exclude some mixed race people. If you counted mixed race people, there are more, um, but generally it's still only about 10%. So it's not like it has a disproportionately high black population at Evergreen either. It's about, it, you know, it's just for college. <laughs> okay. Jeez, you're filling in for blonde really well tonight. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, um, <laughs> two, two hucks from Screwlies. Um, uh, Matt, can you please step up your kafifi uh, or step your kafifi game up? Um, what am I supposed? To, uh, I will gladly. Um, but I don't. I don't know how to step it up. I do. I just have to say kafifi to every caller who leaves tonight. I guess. Have a good one, kafifi. Yeah, exactly. I'll say that to close the show, but I appreciate it. Um, Dan Irish, uh, never mind giving Jay money. Fuck that guy. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I, I just saw that. Um, oh, and Stan forgot um, pineapple pizza, Heil Blonde. Of course. Of uh, course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> super chats for winners, Dan. Please stop. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, um, yeah. Kangaroo was next. Let's get Kangaroo in here. And then we'll get Miss Malevolent. Is Kangaroo still hanging out? Yeah, he is. Yeah, I see him. Kangaroo, what's up? Um, honestly, watching a World Star hip hop video of some black transgenders fighting some black gays. <laughs> are they disabled though? No, but the trannies okay. are winning, which I'm not surprised by because they're vicious. Yeah, well, are they male to female? <laughs> I I don't know whether they're drag queens or, or not. The, the as per as per World Star hip hop standard, the um the the video is like 240p at best. <laughs> okay. I well, actually, I, I wanted to. I mainly wanted to talk to Blonde, but whatever. I suppose I can come with another topic for you. Yeah, you have to settle tonight. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Just settle for that. No, I. Yeah. I and Jay, what the, the? Oh, he's muted. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I, 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 I presume so, that uh, I presume so you, he was AFK. So yeah, so you've encountered Jay before. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> nice. What the fuck's up with your universities, dude? Oh, are you talking about Evergreen specifically or just all of them in general? I mean, okay, so we have, we have, I think my old uni, they were called like the Socialist Alternative. I think they're called the Socialist Alliance mm-hmm. at my school. They're kind of our like Marxist propagandist, uh, like, you know, re- retard covenants of our, of our universities. Okay. Covenants are wrong for use of word. Anyway, the point is, the best that they can do is like before a lecture starts, they barge in uninvited and start yelling over the top of the lecturer about like, you know, my capitalism is evil. And then they get escorted out by security, but they're largely seen as like a nuisance and a joke um, in Australia. And I just don't understand how they managed to gain so much traction and power in America. Like, is there something specific about the way that your universities are set up that allows them to gain that power or I don't know. Cause it wasn't like this when I was in school, I graduated seven years ago. Now I graduated 2010. Mm. And, um, I mean, there were the, the worst thing I remember having was a really spirited debate at a cafeteria table with some friends about whether dating preferences were racist. And at the time I was like, no, you can you can prefer blondes or brunettes 
and you can have you can be attracted to certain races or others that's not racist and that was like the most social justice warrior experience uh i had in college and that was there was never i mean we had speakers we had conservative speakers come to campus and sometimes they'd be protested but it was never this like shut them down kind of thing that i mean never had experiences like this so i don't know uh, I don't know what has lent what has created the current situation other than I would say like the somehow as a culture we have been we have just become terrified of someone calling you racist. So then you get people like the guy at Evergreen, this George Bridges, the president, were like, I'll do anything oh you ask. Anything you ask. Literally anything. I watched your video just, this morning and I'm like, Oh, awesome. Haven't pooped and I've already got cancer this morning. Awesome. <laughs> That's the- <laughs> It, it, it's like uh, I don't know. You don't you don't die if someone does. I don't know why we have this this yeah. weird fear. You know, you don't. I, I'm not saying you should be racist. I'm just saying like there are plenty of completely not racist things that that get labeled as racist, and then you're supposed to concede because someone well, called you I a mean, racist. No. On on the note of the what you were talking about before about um you know not not being attracted to black people, I I did have an interesting argument put to me by a black friend that, of mine who was. Uh, I'm just oh, saying, sorry. hypothetically. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> the, the, I didn't, the point I didn't that, say that. Don't laugh at me. Yeah, no, no, no. I, yeah, no, no you better watch this. Whatever you, coming up next. Did, people can rewind. But um, what, what were you saying? Like you said, like it's you can like blondes and brunettes. You, you can like blondes but not brunettes. And you right, can, right. Certain people are attracted to certain things. Um, right, and that and that was the argument that my, that my friend was putting forward. Was he was like, I don't care when people have no black guys on there phone but to me it's like what is it specifically about black guys that you're not attracted to because more more likely than not it's it's i'm not attracted to this particular physical characteristic that happens to be held by a majority of black people but i mean that kind of distinction i suppose uh leaves a situation in which if you were to meet a black guy that didn't meet that you know that hard no characteristic you'd be interested in dating them so it's not based in race it's based in appearance i think it's i think it's not that meaningful a distinction but it was still an interesting argument nonetheless yeah. and, and, a, and a damn sight more constructive than that makes you racist yeah well, i think i don't want to yeah. get i don't want to get shot or stabbed, oh no i, so I was no just yeah no i was just wondering if there's like something specific <laughs> about Jesus american Christ. universities because because American, uh, sorry, Australian university, I don't know. We just, like, we have our queer collectives and we have our, like, um, racial minority groups and we have our socialists and stuff like that, but they just never seem to be able to get such a strong foothold. Like, we had a gender studies major and then it got downgraded to a minor and then I think it's been removed by now from my old university. But they had, like, five people show up to protest its um, its demotion mm. and they were they, they were like widely mocked and ridiculed. I just hmm. yeah, it's a, just a very strange disparity for me over on the other side of the pond, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really hoping that uh, we'll return to some kind of intellectual integrity, and that people will say Look, we've seen it at the University of Chicago and some other places where, where administration or whoever runs the school will say, yeah, this is it's a place where you're going to have um, controversial ideas, ideas you, with which you disagree, crazy ideas, bad ideas, good ideas. They're all going to get thrown at you and you'll be expected to navigate them. And if that is too stressful for you, 
consider another school. And I think that's going to be attractive. I would expect after this, um, we had, we, I forget who mentioned it earlier, but uh, check back with, with Evergreen's enrollment status come, uh, you know, come a couple of years from now. Given that they're letting in 98.9% of their students and now they have all this bad pub, maybe they'll start paying kids to go there in the next couple of years. Maybe <laughs> go in, go in the way I was going to say, they, they, the, the, the Marxists and whatnot, they'll like, they'll bitch about capitalism and the free market and stuff like that. And yet ultimately it dictates that I think the reason they're mad about it is because the second that they're sort of like, you know, recorded and shown suddenly the free market just tanks the fucking university. We yeah. saw, I don't remember which universities it was, but those ones uh, a year or two back that <laughs> their enrollment just plummeted the next year. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, I'm going to get through a few more calls, but uh, I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I wish I wish guys all the best, and I, I hope your unis turn around soon because I, I would I like do to too. visit an American one. I, I do too. I just I would like to have intelligent, well-rounded people around me. Uh, yeah, God forbid. God yeah. forbid. Yeah. All right, have a good one. Bye. Thanks. Well, 15 years ago, when I was graduating from University of Michigan, we had a uh, a guy named Coleman. He's a, a black businessman from California mm-hmm. who came to argue against um, equal employment opportunity. He said, he said that that was harming, uh, industry, the, the, uh, hire based on skin color instead of qualifications. Yeah. Okay. And so affirmative action. Yeah. yeah. Equal opportunity. Yeah. Affirmative action is more it, school oriented. Okay. Yeah. Uh, back then 15 years ago. And, uh, he, uh, he got quite the, uh, the booing. Yeah. Good. I mean, well, well I'm, I'm not saying whether I agree or not, I'd have to hear him speak, but I'm saying that's totally appropriate. If you don't like him, you know, boo or protest or whatever, this shutting down thing, the, the deplatforming, uh, the blocking people from speaking entirely. That's something that's kind of unique, I think, to the last few years. Well, the basketball team got on the, the steps going up to the entrance of mm-hmm. the stadium. Well, not a stadium, but it was just a, um, a hall and they were whipping basketballs back and forth as part of practice. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had to go around it, and it was a rather steep hill. Mm. So they were essentially trying to stop people from going up the stairs. Oh, okay. So little violently tricks. with basketballs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, catch up on super chat really quick. Uh, Black Magic in death. A member of Project Mayhem has a name. His name was Seth Rich. I'm afraid I don't get the the reference. Fight but I, Club, I, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm terrible at watching movies, but of course I know Seth Rich. But I, you know, movie quotes don't Project, don't. I'm sorry for not knowing that one. Project Mayhem um, is is Fight Club. It'll be interesting to see what what comes out of the Seth Rich stuff. I don't know anything. I have not looked into it, you know, much myself. But um, it would be interesting to get some answers. I think a lot of people um, would like to see that. And uh, I don't know. Do you, are you a Seth Rich? Uh, you got any Seth Rich Seth Rich knowledge? I, I, I've heard what's been said. I don't mm-hmm. particularly understand it all. <laughs> That's a, it's a little, it's a little, little off, little not right. My understanding is it's all kind of speculation, tinfoil, you know, it, it, there's nothing concrete necessarily to work with at this point, but I, I'd like to see some, it, some, some concrete stuff come out. Uh, boom, baby. It is pronounced Kofi rhymes with Pepe. Oh, Kofefe. Kofafe is what she's saying. See, I heard Andrew Clavin show today and he was saying, it's not Kofifi. a real word. Well, I think she's trying to get it to, I shouldn't say she, but it looked like a possible, no, that's might be a guy. I don't know. I just no, looked at boom the baby is a, is a dude. He's the okay. One yeah. I glanced at the avatar and it looked kind of 
I don't know why I thought female. It just doesn't even look female. Um, Kofefe, to rhyme with Pepe. That works. Uh, it's lazy thinking that has caused it, Matt. Dave asked, talking about, uh, I think, the campus breakdown. Yeah, and, uh, you know, lazy thinking and, and, and professors and administrators that enable it for some reason. Uh, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll realize it's okay to, to start failing people who aren't up to standard. <laughs> That'd be great. Maybe, maybe you'll send that an email. Just email every professor and say any, <laughs> any work not getting done. Is there a big list okay. served? Yeah. Uh, Libertive says, should Hillary just tried to cash in on the Kofefe joke with a tweet? Way to kill it, Grandma. I'm sure it's, uh, I'm sure it's not very funny. I'll have to check that out. And thank you for supporting the show. Okay, let's, uh, let's get a few more callers in. I, um, we got to get to Mark. We got to get to Liberative. Sean wants to call in. And then uh, I hope I can get to the top of... So let's try to... You got time for like three to four calls and a couple questions? Absolutely. To, I have nothing to better to do. Up. Well, someday you will, Jay. Someday you will. I, I know me better than you. I doubt it. <laughs> okay. Let's... Uh, oh, wait, no. Uh, Miss Malevolent's up next. There we go. Yeah. Miss Malevolent. Well, hello there. Hey, hey. I, I didn't mean what I said about getting shot by a black woman. Don't listen to Jay. Jay's trying to I didn't me. hear that, but I did hear the part where Jay said he doesn't mind me being around. So whatever you said about other black women, that's fine. I didn't oh, say anything. Jay is trying to get people in trouble. I'm trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> now, I said my dating preferences were were wide open. It just I don't date black women or, or Latina women because I don't want to get shot or stabbed. Oh, God. Well, that's probably smart. If you're doing stuff that might get you shot or stabbed. Exactly. Yeah. See, he's smart. He's smart. Okay. He's get, save me from this. Save me from this, Miss Malevolent. <laughs> I know that's not why you called in. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, at first I thought I got blocked by Rosie O'Donnell because I said something <laughs> to her. Okay. But it's, it, I, it was another poster that blocked me, so it was okay. I so. subtweeted that bitch today. Yeah, she's. she's <laughs> you subtweeted ball. Rosie. Why would you subtweet her? Well, she was talking with Jake Tapper about the uh, his denouncement yeah. of uh, of uh, the Kathy Griffin holding a Trump head. Is she right. pro? Is she in favor of it? Oh, she's yeah. pro. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, said. I guess she. Would but no, be. it was. If anyone would be, she would. I guess. And uh, yeah. uh, Jake, what did you say? Do you remember what you said to her? Um. No, well, I was posting to uh, um, Jake Tapper, who uh, she said uh, she said that uh, these hateful Here, conservatives. I'll, I'll and do you denounce all the right wing morons who spew hatred and lies on your network daily, Jake? Talk about disgusting and inappropriate. That's what yeah. she said. What she says right wing on CNN. What? Who are these people? Yeah. Well, it's Rosie. Yeah, well, okay. Everybody right wing relative to, to Rosie. To the right of her is yeah. right wing. So. She can but talk anyway, shit about I Lenin. Said maybe, I said maybe if you take the time to worry about your children instead of being on Twitter, being a boorish twit, you'd be a better parent. <laughs> so I thought she blocked me, but it was another Rosie. Oh, they were like, so do you tweeted the wrong one? Is, is that what you're saying? Huh? Did you tweet no, the I wrong Rosie? the right one, but another oh. Rosie chimed in. Okay. To give her little two cents, and then she blocked me. Oh, okay. Um, Close enough. I mean, they might yeah. be—they might be functional equivalents. They might be basically the same thing, other than oh the yeah, flag. mentally uh, yeah. retarded. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, 
to your point today that you made about what is Evergreen College? Was yeah. it? Community College? What's the uh, name of it's, that? It's uh, Evergreen State College. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, I think I wrote on your, uh, on the video on YouTube in the comments section. You know, I feel sorry, or maybe it was Philip DeFranco, and I don't know. I think under yours I put wow. Um, but um, I, I want to feel sorry for these professors, but they kind of fomented this kind of mentality. When mm -hmm. you sit around and you press the lie that uh, Black people can't be racist, this is where you get this righteous indignation where these yeah. kids are saying in this entitlement where these kids are saying these crazy things, screaming at people with impunity. And it's like, um, you, you with your liberal Marxist, whatever, far left, we're not talking about classical <clears throat> liberal, but far left Marxist communist kind of mentality with yeah. this group think mentality, you fomented what you are, you are lying in the bed that you made. Yeah, yeah. This but this is the chickens have come home to roost. All of the other, you know, uh statements you can make on that. This is what you're getting. Yeah. So I wanna feel sorry, but at the same time, they deserve it. This is what they did. Yeah. And the, the frustrating thing too, we were talking about it earlier, because I'll say hashtag not all on the professors. You know, this that attitude definitely infests a lot of the social studies, but it's less common in in um you know a lot of the natural sciences and other places. Uh but but it's frustrating to hear Brett Weinstein, who is the professor who is now famous for the Evergreen case. He was Weinstein, on Ruben's Weinstein, show yesterday, Weinstein. but he said, Oh, you know, these these professors, a lot of my colleagues are quietly supporting me. You know, they they'll kind of say to me in private, "Hey, I support I support you. I can't come out and say it, but I support you." And I understand that when it's something that's highly controversial. But you have all borderline hostage takers. Like they are any further, and these people start mm -hmm. to become terroristic in their approach. Mm -hmm. And yeah. these and these professors can't say, uh, "No, not cool. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm really opposed to that." That's kind of frustrating that they can't. I mean, I guess it's their livelihood on the line, uh, so maybe it's easy for me to say. But I, I would like to see the only person I've heard from Evergreen, maybe I'm not looking hard enough, but the only person I've heard from Evergreen to say this is unacceptable is Brett Weinstein. Yeah. Well, I said yeah. on my on my Wednesday show, or on my Thursday show that uh, this was a smart move by the 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 campus though, like like the student union, because when we have like the day of absences back at U of M, it was a great day. Hmm. Well, like, like all the black people left campus, but it was an awesome day. Not because the black people weren't there, but because a significant portion of the campus wasn't there. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So you didn't have the problems with parking. You weren't waiting in line for everything. This is true. This is true. Uh, and, and we didn't and have so, this at my college, I but I, I could see the points you're making. Outside so it was of the an awesome trolley implications. Day for us. So everybody, the, the next day they came back, like, did you suffer? I'm like, no, it was awesome. <laughs> so, so then to make the white kids leave campus, that, that makes you more know, sense. Even but, though 90% I mean, of the this, campus is supposed to leave. That's stupid. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's just point. impractical. <laughs> this, <laughs> but, is, uh, yeah. this is what I'm saying. That's why I said the left and, you know, groups like ISIS, you know, these, these rabid Islamists, 
that's the same kind of tactics, like shout down, uh, <laughs> say that you can't call me race. You can't call me a racist or a bigot because I'm an oppressed group. You can't say anything about what's going on or, or criticize because that would show your bigotry or racism because you're, um, you're, you have white privilege. It's the same kind. It's the same kind of thing going on when you have people explaining away these bombings, and then you have these people who are literally being abused, verbally abused. And if they move anywhere, like if they try to get out of the human wall these kids are creating around them, you know damn well that those kids would start shoving, hitting, whatever. And ter they're terrorizing these people. Yeah. And the fact that mm -hmm. they are so weak, like they are so like, that's why I say leftism is and why many people say it's a, a disease of the mind, because you are mm -hmm. so terrified of being called racist or a bigot that you would allow yourself to be imprisoned and verbally abused yeah. by these children. If I were that dean, and that dean should be horsewhipped. If I were that dean, like you said, I would, there. List, I would have a list and I would say you either go to class or you get kicked out. Yeah, Bottom I would love line. to see that. But he has, I don't know what, if he's a castrata or what. But he <laughs> Something like that. And I'm sorry, if I were any of those alumni, I'd have, I want his head on a platter. Oh, I'd be really pissed if this was, head. yeah, if this was my alma mater, I, I would probably go there and try to speak or something. Cause I, I'd be enraged if, uh, if my alma mater was being, if the reputation of the school was being tarnished in this way. Yeah. My last point is I also pronounce it Kofifi too. Yeah. I kind of so, like that. It's a made up word. Kofifi. Kofifi. Yeah. Kofifi. All right. Well, well, thanks uh, for the right. call. Go, guys. Bye, Jay. Bye, Bye, Malevolent. Bye. Uh, I, it's not just the left, though. Uh, well, I mean, in academia it is. But uh, on your Manchester um, uh, vid last week, I was getting attacked for saying Islam has nothing – or terrorists have nothing to do with Islam. Islam has uh, – but if you comment on Islam, uh, it creates terrorism. And I was yeah, being attacked well, that is... on the right. Oh, weird. Okay. Like they were calling me a liberal cuck. Yeah. Which... I was like, <laughs> that yeah, that's in... me. You got me. It is always interesting though. It's like, oh, these, these are unrelated items, but don't, yeah, don't criticize Islam because then they get terroristic, even though they're unrelated. Uh, catch up on Super Chat really quick. Uh, Stan says, with Evergreen College, do you feel something similar to what you reported has already happened in Sweden and Germany, profs should walk off all of them. Um, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm going to, I wish blonde was here. I can always count on yeah. blonde to talk about Sweden and Germany stuff. Cause I just kind yeah. of, I'm not, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't I know too much here. about Europe. I just know kind of what I see on the news. So, well, very recently, I think it was in Norway. Uh, there was a professor who got attacked by, uh, uh, for, uh, Muslim youths uh, for teaching their sisters hmm. multiple religions in religion class. Hmm. Okay. And the sisters reported the brothers to the cops. The cops had record records of the phone call yeah. where they're like, Hey, let's go break his fucking skull open. <laughs> and they did. 
And they didn't do anything until after this attack had happened because they didn't want to look racist. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, all right. Well, uh, and Humane Mind says, uh, no, Kafifi, Kafefe, however you want to say it, is a portman. How do you say this word? I've always seen it. Uh, the, the definition of the word is two words put together to make a new word. Is it portmanteau? Yeah, portmanteau. portmanteau. Okay, portmanteau uh, of coverage plus Fefe or Fifi. Oh, Fifi, like feelings, also spelled Fifi. I think of that as a dog name, too, like Fifi the dog. Pronounced Kafifi. Uh, mainstream media reporting feelings instead of facts. I kind of like that. I like that angle. I like the Pepe rhyme, Kafefe. Uh, no. I like that, but I like this Kafifi, Fifis no. of the mainstream media. That's kind of interesting, too. We got good arguments. No. It, was half a, it was half a tweet. He, uh, yeah. the reason it wasn't messed with is because he didn't think he sent it. Well, he and put I, the damn I, phone in his pocket and yeah. it's sent. Well, I want to talk about this on Sunday a little bit because I do think there are somewhat serious implications to take out of it, but not for the people trying to decode what Kafifi is. Um, I just think that this is another example of like Trump kind of loose quasi incompetence, uh, you know, just kind of making a mistake as he's bound to do uh, oftentimes. And then the media, and a bunch of people overreacting, trying to decode what is not really decodable. It's just kind of a simple mistake. And then, but then he followed up and he, he tweeted out, you know, like what is Kofifi or whatever he said, enjoy or figure it out. And so it's a classic example of like mistake, people overreacting to the mistake and then him playing up the, the trolling, you know, he's kind of, uh, I appreciate that aspect of his personality. And I think uh, Ken, Ken Jenkins post, no, who's that? That, that? that idiot that that won like multiple days of uh, of Jeopardy. Oh, the guy is he like the record holder? That guy yeah. who won for like forever. Yeah, he uh, he was talking about how Baron mistook uh, um, oh yeah the, the the picture for being real. Well, he he made it something like uh, Baron saw a uh, dumpster full of decaying meat and thought his dad was like you write freaking kids books now, you bastard! You're laughing about a. <laughs> Uh, a child's feelings let's let's not have you rain okay yeah it's uh yeah there's a there's a lot of hypocrisy on this issue too and i think that's worthy of conversation because i do agree if this was done to obama wall-to-wall coverage for forever Mm -hmm. uh let's get down i'll have to hustle i'll have to i'm going to try to take three more callers well mark can you i hate to i hate to ask you to be quick but can you be quick mark i gotta hop off soon yeah, no, you can't. Uh, by, by the way, I've been told that I pronounce uh, Kof- I pronounce it Kofifi because I'm from South Kekistan, so there's different dialects. Understandable. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. We do have to, yeah, different dialects in the Kekistani, uh, in the Kekistani, uh, whatever, heritage, ethnicity, whatever you want to say. Country? Yeah. Uh, the only thing that really stood out for me this week that I felt like talking about was how I got into a conversation with one of my coworkers the other day. Um, and we're, we're just like shooting the shit talking about like our like preferences with other people. And then one thing led to another. I started talking about how I dislike the, the common looks of social justice warriors. And she's like a moderate SJW, I guess. So then she starts defending them. And then we blue hair, but no tattoos. Like all, all the random, like you you get the idea. Like you'll see it, you'll know it. (laughs) Was she wearing problem glasses? (laughs) <laughs> nope but she has like friends like that's the kind of person she hangs out with so she was defending them and she's getting yeah. like all red faced because she's getting like all flustered and then we start talking about one thing leads to another we start talking about the canadian um pronouns law and all this and that oh god but it's and so i started what? talking about free speech and again she started talking about like emotions and feelings and 
if this doesn't validate uh, feelings in terms of being a good argument, but I don't talk to people like politically that often in real life. And it makes me wonder like how powerful are feelings? It doesn't make them better to use, but it, it's harder to convince people because it's actually a pretty strong, it's got a pretty strong hold on them. So yeah, yeah it can be. I, I don't have an answer for that, but, um, but it's very uh, persuasive to a lot of people. Uh, Long story just, short, when is your sensitivity training now? <laughs> I assume she she reported you. Yeah, dude, I'm pretty <laughs> sure she didn't. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I hate to lose uh, I, my I just, I think um I think especially over time, I think emotions are persuasive on a short term basis, uh, and they can persuade any and all of us. But I think. Over the long term, generally logic and reason win out. So uh, I would hope you know logic and reason are the horses to bet on long term. Um, but you know if you're just talking to a friend about blue-haired feminists, uh, feelings might be powerful in that particular moment. But that doesn't mean that we should uh, alter our methods of persuasion. I don't think. Right. It's just interesting to see it in real life. Like you always understand it but then when you comprehend it when you actually talk to these people and you realize like oh it's like it has that much influence you hadn't realized that you know like yeah yeah well um, (laughs) well anyway um that's really it just before i hop off real quick i want to say thanks again for the shout out for the rover time podcast last week we doubled our subscribers so now we're like 38 oh well there you go you you can send me the check for the advertising later (laughs) I pulled blonde into last week's uh, chat room. Oh, did she you? Had the okay. shit in there for a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad to hear it's working out. I hope it, I hope it works for you. All right. Yep. Have a good night. Thanks, guys. Yep. Okay. Let's get Sean, and then I'm going to do Wanderzing, and then we'll answer the questions, and then we'll get out of here. Thanks for uh, right. going a little bit longer. I appreciate it. Sean, Sean man. Thank, thanks for um oh super actually let me catch up on super chat really quick i forgot constantine yeah. the mediocre says uh a Beatty's or a betty's father the manchester terrorist uh fought in libya with the uk um uh uk is it mi5 is that the, mm-hmm. the term the mi5 backing um i heard about that i don't know the details of that but apparently there's all sorts of connections with the guy's father and uh not good people not cool yeah, people yeah he was over there for a while too yeah um and dave says i am now a patron it feels so right lol well i appreciate it thank you for supporting the show and if you do want to um get the patron status in the server get in touch with me send me a a message on patreon and i'll take care of that for you sean what's up dude you there yeah i'm here uh not much is uh miss mavlet pretty much covered everything i had to say you want to talk about evergreen or what or just social justice madness yeah it's all big and covered ah uh, well, um, if, uh, if you don't, uh, if, if it's been covered for you, you, you can, uh, I could pull another caller in here or you can stick around for some of the questions we have to answer. Cause some of these might stump me. So I might need a little help on a couple of these, but I did want to, um, pull in Wanderzing. So you want to just hang out for a second, Sean? Yeah, I'll hang. Okay. Right. Let's, let's see if Wanderzing, uh, wants, Wanderzing's oh. going to get last call. Oh crap. I'm in. I actually got in. Sweet. You are in. You're going to get last call, uh, Sweet. before we answer some questions. It's like, I'm really skeptical of going to college now, ever since the uh, green bit. And ever, like, shit. Evergreen, is, Evergreen changed your mind by itself? Uh, no, just like, I'm really being skeptical, like, being quiet about, 
voicing my opinion in college, like joining probably the, the young Republicans or like, are you, are you in school now or you're going to school? No. Uh, I mean, I'm a junior in high school right now. Okay. So, and I'm just like, uh, is, is this going to be the college life? And I was like, I don't want to be part of it, honestly. Well, it, 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 I, I hate to say that. I don't know if I hate to say, but there, there is a lot of serious thought that should be put to that um, because it is not, I, I value my college experience m- more than, I don't know, any four year period in my life ever, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can understand why someone would not want to go into debt for what it looks like is going on on campuses right now. So there is some serious thought to there. Uh, to put to that. And it's certainly not the only pathway to success. I think the military is a great option. I think trade school is a great option. Trade school, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm probably just in, like, go to one year of college and just, like, get nursing school and just, like, ignore everything else. That's well, the there's 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 community college, then there's state college, then there's university. I mean, you, you, you're you not going to find the serious SJW type uh, of indoctrination at a at a community college yeah uh i live in a uh, republican state so i think i might i might be fine but if i were to move to like a uh, liberal arts store or a any of those like democratic states i might be screwed well if it has liberal in the title i'd suggest staying away from it i went to a liberal arts college and it was great and th- th- this is the thing is like there was a time when the term liberal, you know, being uh, across a wide variety of disciplines, you know, open-mindedness, looking at a lot of different topics, a very diverse education in terms of uh, curriculum and topics covered. It wasn't, um, and seriously, mine was not an indoctrination experience. It was great. Yeah, that explains why we're uh, currently on the uh, Beauty and the Alpha podcast, but we're not. <laughs> oh, please. The beta, bro. Oh, please. I just, I play it up. You know what? You can fight me any day. <laughs> I would love to uh, see that. Just get a popcorn. <laughs> J5 versus Matt. Who would win? Yeah, I'll fight you. Okay. I got uh, an inch on you and 200 pounds. <laughs> no, you, uh, you're 6'1"? You're six foot. I thought you were six three. I'm six four. Oh, you're oh, so you're a giant you. man. Yeah, I'm six foot. Oh, oh. contrary Blonde. to what Blonde tells you, I'm not a leprechaun. Okay, Blonde, that is Blonde's hilarious. Gonna, <laughs> Blonde's probably gonna be one of those like hot girls holding up the arena, like round one fight. That that would be great. Yeah, if Blonde does the mm-hmm. holds the cards or whatever. I'm not a, a boxing guy, but you yeah, know the yeah. I forget what the name of those girls are, but yeah, that'd be funny. We should ring uh, girls. Yeah, we'll figure this uh, out. All right. Um, but yeah, put some thought to it. And, uh, you know, the, the other option is if you go to a four-year school, we need culture warriors on these campuses. So if you want to go there and, and try to push back on a lot of this garbage that we're observing, that's awesome, too. I hope that the pendulum does swing back and we'll need people to get it to swing back. Yeah, I am Asian, so I do stand on top of everyone else. Yeah, and they can't call you racist as credibly. Actually, so that's you know, nice. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll be like more privileged than everyone, but they, they just don't know it. They never say that. The thing is, Asian privilege, you guys get the best end of the of the pay yeah. gap, but they'll never talk about that. The Asian pay gap, man. You yeah, guys are rolling uh, in the dough. Asian dudes get the low end of the dating gap, though. So <laughs> Yeah, I guess, yeah. It's, I guess it's a fair trade. Hey, but hey, more money would bring in the girls. So. That's true. That's true. All right. We'll let you go, Wander Zing, but I appreciate yeah. the call. All right, see ya. See ya. Okay. Kofi uh, by the way. I will, I will read a couple email questions, and then I'll catch up on Super Chat, and then we'll get out of here. Um, okay. 
This is from, I got an email from Nathan in the UK. Another uh, college question. So I'll be quick on this. What is the best bit of advice you can give me starting university this year? Um, what are the best and worst memories of university? So uh, I I was a political science major. I really enjoyed that. And I'd probably do it again if I were to, if I were to go back. But I did kind of put myself into that box too quickly. And I didn't branch out into some other fields of study until senior year that I really enjoyed. And uh, if I were to do it over again, what I would say is don't put yourself into a major or a specific program too early. You might think you know what you want to study and maybe you'll kind of go in that direction. But especially early on, I would say diversify your topics and you might be surprised mm-hmm. by what you really enjoy. That would be my suggestion. Uh, surprisingly good advice, sir. <laughs> I have it every once in a while. Uh, how about, how about uh, either of you are free to chime in on this as well, if you're interested. Uh, actually, my best times, I don't remember. Oh, well, so, there you go. So yeah, no, that's... Woohoo! I mean, <laughs> yeah. it was so long ago that the world's changed. Yeah, it no longer applies. There's too <laughs> yeah, many... Uh, it really doesn't. There's Although, too many... Yeah. I did go to the college that has the highest per capita concentration of lesbians. So that was, Ooh, man, I bet my school would have rivaled you. Yeah. That <laughs> I had a similar experience. You know, you think you're going to college <laughs> and it's going to be just hot chicks everywhere. Not, not where I went. Uh, very, the lesbian crowd was very represented, very represented much to my uh, dismay. I got a, a bachelor's in sociology and about 90% of the core curriculum was teaching what didn't work. Okay. <laughs> like we used to think this was the way to do it. That's not how you do it. We yeah. used to think this was the answer to that problem. Mm, no, it isn't. Yeah. But you still learned every which way that didn't work. Like, yeah. Damn it. All right. Well, uh, well, good luck in school, Nathan. Appreciate the email. Uh, question from Dave. Uh, I was hoping you guys would comment on where you see your generation in 30 years. So he's talking about the millennials. Uh, mine will be gone by then. So what will yours uh, have hoped to accomplish in that time? Well, we're not, we don't have a good run right now. Um, he also says, I hear a lot of whining from your callers. My son and I talk about that quite a bit. He thinks it is peculiar that your generation, the millennial generation, uh, or particular to the millennial generation, but we can't understand why there's so much of it. Another topic to discuss. Um, what, <laughs> where do I see my generation in 30 years? Hopefully out of our parents' basements, but I don't think the prospect is very good. And why do we <laughs> whine so much? Uh, I don't know the, I, the thing I hate about the millennial generation is the entitlement. We have been coddled and told that we're entitled to X, Y, and Z and never expected to truly work for everything. I do believe it's a product of the, the kind of participation metal generation the kind of you're a special child you're perfect just the way you are and i'm not saying that you should be brutal in your parenting approach but it's informed my future parenting approach a lot i'm not going to i I certainly want to be a a a a father who encourages his kids but i'm not going to give my kids delusions of grandeur i'm not going to raise them to believe that they're superheroes and they're perfect just the way they are they are when they're clearly not you need support but high expectations and kind of drive to to make yourself better and somehow that got lost in my generation hopefully we can restore it that's about all i can say on that in 30 years when it's a uh, Aaron or uh, emperor baron trump is in charge <laughs> one can dream one can hope we'll make yeah. we'll make america great again again at that exactly. point yeah that's a long any, time in, now. Any generational thoughts from you, Sean? In 30 years, I'm going to be lucky to be getting Social Security and well, there you go. probably shuffling around on a walker. <laughs> Sounds like the life to me. 
free money and uh, easy transportation. If you got a sweet, like motorized, uh, motorized little wheelchair or something. Free money. That's the problem with you liberal art <laughs> college people. Yeah, you I pay guess. into it your whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm, why do you? Why do you think this show is called Beauty and the Beta? Come on. Uh, okay, and then uh, we had this was left over from Sunday's. This is a super chat left over from Sunday. I want to give it time. Um, unrelated to anything discussed, would you support repealing all federal gun laws? Parentheses, NFA, Hughes Amendment, etc. Hashtag arm the Kekistanis. So I am familiar with federal gun laws only insofar as I know it's basically impossible to get fully automatic weaponry and some other kind of fancy, fancy bits and pieces for your guns, like suppressors, things like that. Uh, and I obviously I'm, I'm familiar with the idea that if you're going to buy from a federal dealer, if you're going to buy it from a store, you're going to get a background check. But other than that, we don't really have gun laws in Montana and I'm not exaggerating. We basically don't be on the federal laws and I'm not well versed enough in the federal laws to say what I support repeat them but jay knows a little bit more than i do so can you explain maybe some nuance that i'm missing yeah uh the federal firearms laws aside from the one from 1984 uh stem back from the early 19th century or well the 20th century uh in the um 1910s and 1920s the uh the the real crux of it is uh for every state you have to submit uh an ffa form and you would get your suppressor or your um, your permit to have a fully automatic firearm uh, after paying a $200 fine and the appropriate paperwork. Or, well, not fine. It's a tax stamp is what they call mm-hmm. it. But um, that was set at a time when $200 was a lot of money. You know, the gun itself was $15 or $20. That, that's how much more. Sure. Yeah, um, the 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 so it was, it was kind of a de facto ban at that point for your yeah, average yeah. consumer. Exactly. Yeah. Um, now in 1984, they they put forth the uh, um, the the no more manufacturing of fully automatic machine guns, if you will, yeah. and those um, those have caused the 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 pre banned uh, machine gun parts to become collector's items and rather expensive because yeah you use them and they wear out you're you're spending 25 to 50,000 dollars on a little block that's got two parts to it jeez so uh yeah i would be in favor of uh of removing all restrictions i have one suppressor and i have three on order uh supporting the um trump wants to uh to turn in some countries uh suppressors are mandatory well, yes, I do know enough to know that the 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 fear of suppressors is going to make like murder easier. Yeah. In reality, it's it's almost like a safety item. Like it's much better for your ears. A lot of hunters use them mm-hmm. just to be less intrusive, and it's mm. more efficient for hunting. And by the way, they're not. It's not like James Bond pew pew kind of thing. I've never shot a <laughs> firearm with a with a suppressor, but I've heard them, um, you know, just yeah, you know, on YouTube and stuff like that. It's not exactly quiet. I, my 22, it, it sounds like a, a book slamming to a table. And it's suppressed? Uh, yeah. yeah. And, but it doesn't sound much louder without the suppressor on it. Yeah. So, so there's that. But yeah, you're not going to go I, around shooting people with a 22. 
Yeah. Um, I w- you know, I wish I had a good answer for William. If, if I were to tell you, do I favor or oppose it? Uh, I don't know. I'm reaching a point in my life where in general, uh, most things I would like to see, or at least I don't know if I'd like to see, but I'm open to returning to the States in general, I think. But then in, in terms of guns, people get freaked out because, you know, one state's gun laws are easily uh, avoided. Like if we didn't have any federal law, one state's gun laws would just be easily avoided by going to the next state over. But I guess that's why that, you though. live in the next states over where it's really cool and you can buy suppressed machine guns. You have I, to worry about people from that state coming there because you can't go from California yeah. to Nevada and buy a gun. I mean, that's you have to buy the firearms in the state you live in. Yeah, yeah. I guess that, that would be yeah, that would be the system. You're right. So uh, I don't know that that's true. I mean, we get I'm in Arizona and we get Californians coming over and buying guns all the time. Guns or ammo. Because you have to I'm have say uh, both. Are they can you, can federal you actually, firearms dealers? Yeah. Well, no, they're FFL. gun shows. So that's a whole uh, different it's that gun show way. loophole. Private sales, yeah. right? But but private sales across state lines are still regulated currently. Are they not? I'm pretty sure they are. Not like, not if I'm selling you a gun. Now, if I'm a business selling you a gun, yes. No, I've done. I've. Um, or I shouldn't say I've done. I know my dad has done a firearm transfer to another state um, and he had to send it to a FFL dealer to transfer yeah. the weapon to the person. Mm-hmm. But if, but if, but maybe it's because it was mailed. Is that why? Like if we actually exchange it in person, then it's not, I need to read up more on this stuff. People are probably getting I, pissed I at me for one not knowing Alabama, exactly what's going on. And they had to send it to a federal dealer here. Yeah. For me to pick up. Yeah, so, yeah. I've done that as well. No, I know. I see the chat saying gun show loophole. I, I, I know the gun show loophole is bullshit. We're talking about private sales. Um, well, the gun show in itself, but there are sometimes people who are selling guns at a gun show who aren't dealers. They're, there's people. Yeah, exactly. And I bought a gun at a gun show where someone was trying to sell a gun Yeah. to a dealer, and I bought it from them. Oh. So there, there is technically a gun show loophole, but it's not yeah, a loophole. It's, there is, but they, but they, for whatever reason, they don't want to say private sale because that's really what they're talking about. Yeah. And that's what makes people like me nervous is like, ad. look, yeah, look in state like Montana, man, uh, I, I, should I be able, I do think I should be able to buy a firearm from my friend, generally speaking, yeah, um, and not have intrusive. Yeah. It's, it's the reason they don't want to say the private sale loopholes because they know that most people generally speaking, or it depends on the state, but certainly in this state, people don't have a problem with private sales. We got a lot of guns here and very minimal gun violence. And, um, and it works in this state. I'm not saying it would work everywhere. I'm not saying I'd be cool. I don't know. I'm not saying uh, if I lived in New York city, I would be as comfortable with it as I might here, but, uh, that's why they get to live in New York city and have their own laws in New York, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, the gun I bought and had shipped to me, I ended up selling it. I didn't like the gun. Uh, so I, I tend to try to buy or at least shoot the gun before I buy it. Yeah. So I could see someone coming from out of state to have like the options of touching the gun and, and feeling the grip and, and aiming and, and, and looking at the magazine and, and feeling the gun itself before actually putting down all the money for it and then having a ship to there. FFL because you can't you can't go to a different state when you live in California and buy a gun that holds 15 rounds, which is a standard amount uh, when California won't let you have more than 10 or six or whatever. 
Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll have to look into this, but, um, but I'll, I have to call it for tonight. Um, one super chat to catch up on. Oh, it's, it's a flat earth super chat. Oh, good. Uh, whatever. Look, if flat earthers want to contribute money. Okay. Um, but, uh, what the earth is round. It. I live on a mountain. Yeah. If and it, it was flat, it, I could see the next mountain. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, I will. Um, I bid you guys good night. Uh, Jay, I appreciate you sitting in. Is there anything you want to shout out? Um, you want you want Twitter oh, followers at Jay? Uh, God no! Please stop. Uh, <laughs> you want premier shit my, posting at Jay Fry? I'll plug my Thursday show. I okay. have a show on Thursdays at nine p.m. on uh, the Brash Rhino. Yeah, that's the uh, the YouTube name. Yeah. When and are you guys gonna have me on? You fuckers. Well, we keep uh, we keep having shit people on because it's more fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if we have somebody real on, then it, like it'll be professional. And, oh, yeah, okay. That would just be difficult. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I've reached somebody real status. Jeez. Yeah, you're C yeah. grade, man. We can't we can't be having yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I'll be on soon. Okay. All right. Uh, other than that, Sean, uh, thanks for calling in. Thanks for supporting the show, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Have a great night. I think he and, donated uh, twice today. He he's always uh, in the super chat. Appreciate Sean yeah. very much. Liberative. Yes. Uh, all right. So um, uh, I don't have a big plan for Sunday. Um, we don't even have a guest booked. Uh, so I think we're just going to roll solo because, man, um, I've enjoyed having guests on the show. But uh, we're getting <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've been burned out, like trying to do too much on YouTube right now. So I think yep. I just need to chill out. And I'm uh, watching all that evergreen footage made me about lose my mind so i just need to take a a day off i think but we will be back on sunday discussing kathy griffin um i don't know kafifi kafefe that'll we'll talk about that kafefe on sunday see you then it'll be a nice sit down show because Juan won't be able to (laughs) watch